0: Welcome, for the weekend. I'm your host, Mike Reno of Loverboy, and I wanted to start off this episode with some good news, and then we'll get into some controversy, right? So the good news is is that my great 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 grandson uh, uh, helped me figure out how to navigate uh, something called electronic mail. And if you haven't used it yet, it's great. Uh, it, it appears that it works just like a regular old letter, you know, except it comes much quicker almost instantaneous it doesn't take three days so it comes right into your computer and you print it out and you put it in a file and it's uh, better than sending uh, a letter or a fax uh so you can you can reach me at brian mike f-r-y-i-n mike at hotmail.com and uh yay that's that's maybe where i can get some fan mail going forward that's the good news. Let's talk, let's talk a little bit of controversy here before we get into the next episode. Um, and uh, I guess there's two bits of controversy that I need to, uh, need to clear up. So the first one is, is that it's been brought to my attention that this podcast seems a bit like a ripoff. And uh, that was never my intention. It was not, a, it was not intended to, to take somebody else's idea um, but just like rock and roll, right? Like maybe it's, maybe this is a, it's own form of rock and roll. Maybe air frying podcast is, um, you know, just another form of expression that we all want to share. We all have our own little take on, but, but no, I did not realize that any other bands were doing air frying podcasts. Um, and quite frankly, I, I don't really know what a podcast is. I'm recording this to a uh, cassette that I then email to uh, my great, great grandchild. And then uh, he does something with computers. He puts it into computer. I did not know that there was another show about rock and rollers and air fryers. So my apology, uh, when I found out I was, I was upset on two levels. One, I was upset because I didn't want to let you, the fans down. Thinking that I was some sort of phony. Uh, cause you're probably like me, you probably don't, you probably don't, you know, uh, make time for phonies. Second reason was I was like, hey, wait, I thought I was being a little original here. I thought this was just, uh, my own, um, you know, my own original idea. I thought I was gonna bring something internet, uh, in- creative to the internet. But, uh, but no, looks like I, I'm the second person to the game. So, um so one, my apologies to you, the listener, and two, I want to apologize to, uh, the absolutely, uh, lovely Chip Zenoth of Enough's Enough. And, and his, uh, his podcast. Uh, it's hard uh, <laughs> show. Excuse me. Uh, oh, I get so emotional and choked up about this. So, my apologies to Chip Z. Enough, and you know Chip is a uh, just a gorgeous human being. We were on a uh, on the same bill at a free festival, with you know, in 2003. Oh, I'm so sad. Uh, and he's just a lovely human being. Uh, he had his great-grandchild on drums. Now that that we got that out of the way, you know, um, the reason I like fried food so much can come back to the fact that I spent so much time in the Army. I'm sorry, did you say Army? No, I said Arby's. (laughs) So spending that much time in the Arby's. Uh, you know, doing security around there. Uh, you know, I smell the fried food all the time. I smell the potato cakes. And quite honestly, even with an air fryer, you cannot replicate those potato cakes. They rely so much on the density of the potato and the oil. You just can't do that without oil. Okay, so let's not pretend that an air fryer is a magic bullet. Why are you spending so much time at the Arby's? Well... As I mentioned in the last episode, sometimes uh, when those loyalty checks are taking a little time, too long to process, um, you know, I go into security work and I, and I do it um, for a couple of reasons. One, I really love protecting people. I love people and I want them to have a nice, safe time. And, uh, you know, there's going to be a scenario at some point where somebody says, hey, You ever heard that song "Working for the Weekend"? That guy saved my life one time when I had a beef and cheddar in my hand. The other reason is because I I tried to be a working stiff. I tried to get the office job, and they wanted me. Boy, how did they want me? Because as I mentioned, I am no dummy. But the thing is, they, you would be surprised. Even in a progressive state like Canada, right? How many places will not let you wear the headband? It is ridiculous. It's just a headband, people. It's just, just a, a little bit of bandana folded over nicely and put above my spectacle, my, my aviator sunglasses, but below my ever receding hairline. What's the problem? But nope, a lot of people won't do it, but hey, you know what? The Arby's, the Arby's team, and uh, their security needs, they really don't mind. Come on. Mike, Mike Reno, you know, you're, you're a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Canadian Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but you're a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You do what you want. You protect our citizens the way that you feel most, most comfortable. And God bless them. They're like family. Um, so, I don't know, maybe that's why I have an affinity for fried foods, because uh, spend so much time in the armies, armies. uh, excuse me, <laughs> so, uh, probably, is it, you know, this, 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 show is about as, as much about rock and roll, rocking out, that lifestyle, I like to call it, as it, as it is about, uh, air foods. so, I want to go into probably the fourth or maybe fifth most common question I've asked. Uh, is, is what happened to those red leather pants from the Working for the Weekend video. I mean, you were, you were famous for them, right, you know? And, uh, you know, it's a funny story about old reds, as I like to call them. I don't have them anymore. I couldn't tell you the name of the person that does, if they even exist anymore. Let's, let's dive into that, okay? Our first peak... Prime time of uh, of lover Boy. We're talking early '80s here. Uh, I wore those things all around. If you saw us live, and you saw me wearing red leather pants, those are the same ones in the video. I shit you not. I know they had some patches on them, not like the ones in the video, but that's because I had to patch them. Because those were the same ones. Those pants back in the 1980s cost hundreds of dollars, right? And they were real leather. Uh, they were amazing. Okay, now I'm I'm gonna put this delicate. The interior of those pants smelled like rock and roll. They smelled exactly like pants that had been worn for six months straight by a person sweating his nuts off, literally. Um they smelled like butt stain. They smelled like nut sweat. Smelled like Arby's. Uh I mean they smelled cigarettes, uh jazz cigarettes, um, pep peps, uh it smells like fallout boys, um it smelled like Canadian Sushi, uh switchy sticks, green poppers, uh Janitorial supply closet. Um it it smelled like all of it all at once. And and to catch a nice whiff of these pants, the interior of these pants, which many have tried, including myself, to do it was to um, immediately summon all of the vomit followed by dry heaves that you had in your belly, um, which then went into the pants that already smelled uh, awful. And... Just made it so much worse, and of course then I'd have to go. I, I you know, I walk in with the pants. I don't carry an extra set of pants around with me everywhere I go, so I'd have to rinse those off in the sink. Now it's all of this smells plus vomit plus wetness, and I got to walk around in them and uh, you know, go back to the to the day's end. So, yeah, they they smelled uh, aggressively bad. If I have not illustrated that clearly enough, they were they were very very. Very rank. And ultimately, it took, after I stopped wearing those pants, I mean, it took probably, probably two and a half years for, uh, my, the inner, my enterprise to stop smelling like those damn pants. But, uh, but Old Red straight treated me well, and I think I treated them well, and I really, I really intended to have those all my life. Um, but I, I brought a young lady, I believe she was about 47, 48 years old, uh, and this would have been about 2003 when I was doing free festival, uh, at Mandian Casino, uh, with a couple of ex members of Night Ranger. And, uh, yeah, we went back to the, to my complimentary hotel room. And by the way, I was sharing that hotel room. What's one of the ex-members of, of Night Ranger? And that's really when all of the uh, bad blood between us started. But, I mean, listen, we all have our rules. I have my rules. If there's, if my headband is on the, on the door, you don't get to come in. That's, yeah, I probably, I am probably entertaining. The chances that I'm not entertaining are virtually non-existent. So if there's a headband on the door, you know, it's not on my head. You know I don't want anybody seeing me. So I had a young lady there, and she—I didn't understand this at the time. It took me, took me a little while to figure this out, but she, um, she, she just shoved her head right into the into the crotch of those pants when I wasn't wearing them. They were off of my body, and uh, that seemed to be enough for her. She didn't, she didn't even recognize that I was in the room at that point. She just shoved her head in there. And just took the biggest whiff uh, of anybody, taking a whiff of anything. I, better, I mean, that thing could have been filled with four pounds of blow and she would have just sucked it all right into her nasal cavity. It was amazing. And so, you know, I'm saying I'm that, sa- I'm sa- you know, uh, You know, a little turned on, I'm not going to lie, but I'm, sa- I'm sitting there watching her doing that and I start thinking, oh, here we go. She's going to just, she's going to puke all over these these the interior of my pants again. And uh she didn't. She she held it down. That's quite amazing. She she held that down and then she went back in. She dove back in for another one. And she did this no less than no less than three times. And I'm gonna say probably up to five times before she was as horny as uh I, I don't know some sort of horned lizard. I'm, I'm sorry, I can't recall my reptiles right now, but I know some of them have, have horns, many horns, and that's what she was. She was, she was a very horny, aroused lady. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it was, a, it was a pretty pretty interesting night. Well, you know, I flashed over to the next morning, and uh, she's gone, and my pants are gone. And that's kind of a story of it. And I was still really... Just totally confused by all of this. And then uh I was doing a totally different free festival and a totally different casino and it's not the enough, the enough one or the highlander one. But um I was hanging out with the singer Aldo Nova and I can't remember that guy's name right now. But he was he was like, Hey, that sounds a lot like she had a fetish and I said, What what well, what's a fetish? And he explained to me that a fetish is something that uh, y- you can only orgasm when you're experiencing this kind of odd behavior. The way he learned about it is because he was with a woman who had a peanut allergy, and that was her fetish. So it was she was asphyxiating uh, because she'd eat a peanut, and then she'd her allergy would kick in, and then she'd start asphyxiating, and then she would start. Uh, you know, engaging in lovemaking very quickly. Uh, and then uh, she would orgasm as uh, the upper family would into her car. So it's all, it's a, it's a very interesting story. Uh, and that's how I learned about fetish, fetishes. Um, and so I, as I come to understand, the woman who took my old red, she's uh, she was probably a fetishist as well. and. And God bless her. I, I hope she's doing well with that. And I hope those those pants have provided her with as much comfort as they uh they provide So um, yeah, and and okay, so I guess there's another thing I gotta address. Now we gotta jump back to last week's uh episode where I told y'all how to make dried plantains. I got inundated by People in my household saying and they tried that plantains recipe, and these plantains never caramelize. Okay, dummies, it's an air fryer, okay? This is not rocket science. All you got to do is put them back in the air fryer, turn up the heat, and put them in there for another five minutes. Wait until they caramelize, people. Okay, this is not... Yeah, yeah you do sometimes have to throw them back in there to... Turn it up to 350, turn it up to 400, and let it wait for another seven minutes. Let's be working for the weekend like three more times. And then you're probably going to have some nice caramelized plantains in there. Right? All right. So I know this episode has not been as much about air frying as it is uh, kind of all the tangential things that bring us to to me even recording this show. We're going to get to your favorite uh, segment right now. It's called Fan Mail. All right. Let me look at my back pocket here. Now, one thing that you might not be familiar with is that when you are a famous rock star, companies just send you stuff. And I don't know if that really falls into the fan mail category or not, but uh, it certainly it's certainly a nice little recognition that you've got. brought some joy into people's lives. And so, uh, while I don't have any fan mail per se, I do have a gift from a company called Bed Bath and Beyond. And because I was in Loverboy, I get 20% off any single item on my next purchase. Um, And honestly, I mean to brag, they send me these things like once a week. I end up throwing them in the trash most times. Um, So, um, you know, if you want one of these things, just just reach out to me at fryingmike at hotmail.com. Remember, there's no G in that. Frying a mic, not frying a mic. Send it over because somebody else. Send it over to me. Uh, send just some of your uh, email address or your 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 home address, and then I'll I'll just send one of these uh, bed bath and that to you. Because uh, really, bitch is gonna end up in my trash anyway. I want to do good in the world. That's what I'm all about. So, uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll get into how to make uh, sesame chicken next week. Sound good? Sounds good to me. Sounds delicious. All right, we'll see you then.